Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Ex-Mormon Files. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some of your time watching our program. And I'm really pleased today to introduce to you Dallin Barnes, and a uh, wonderful story. So we'll get right into it. Dallin, where were you born? Born in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. And to good active parents, were they? Um, yeah, great parents. Um, uh, yeah, active. Brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. did uh, you have? One brother and one sister. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And kind of a normal Mormon life at the beginning, was yeah. it? Yeah, I'd say it was pretty normal. Yeah. So nothing too out of the ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You went yep. to primary and Sunday school and I sure did. church regularly, I guess. Yep, baptized when I was eight. Yeah. So, anything about life as you went to seminary, I guess, and as a young man. Yeah, I went to se seminary. I uh, graduated from seminary. Did you? So, mm -hmm. And do the deacon, teacher, and priest thing, and. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I did it all. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any questions that came up as your in your youth? I, I mean, I I felt so naive, I guess, at those ages. But did you ever, anything ever, come up during those years? Or? Um, I I did have some questions, you know, the existence of, uh, you know, the existence of God. So I mean, that was did something you? that did come up wow. um, in my youth. Um, and then I, as I you know got older, uh, you know, I actually started kind of uh, I wasn't I guess. Uh, a strong believer, and um, but I still went through the actions. I kind of went th through church, and mm -hmm. uh, or went to church, and then uh, went to seminary, and then I had a strong push from you know family members after after that to kind of go on a mission. And I'd say you know right around that uh, that time of uh, high school and seminary is really when I, I guess I would say that I gained a testimony oh, okay. of the existence of you know of God and. Um, Did you read the, the Book of Mormon? And, I well, I, as I was younger, my mom read it to me. But okay. when I got older, uh, it took me my senior year. It was the first time I ever read the Book of Mormon all the way through. Okay. So. You feel like you had a testimony of the church and yeah, Joseph I, Smith and exactly when prophets? I um, soon as I uh, well soon as I, I finished the Book of Mormon and I was asking you know should I go on a mission? That's yeah. one of the things as I was praying to go on a mission. That's when I, I would say that I gained a testimony of the okay. Book of Mormon and of Joseph Smith, and um, and I really felt strongly that I that's what I needed to do to because uh, I, I did have a love for God at that time, yeah. and I, I needed to serve Him. So and that's what I was supposed to do. You wanted to share that story with other people, so you end up yeah. going on a mission. Where'd you go? I uh, served in Ecuador, Quito. Oh, mm -hmm. is that a good experience? Um, it was uh, the first year. You know, I was um, I was like a little kid, uh, just walking there, just saying hola to everybody, uh, <laughs> just uh, learning your Spanish. And yeah, <laughs> learning the Spanish, and really, um, it was a lot of fun at the very beginning. And then, uh, you know, towards I would say half of my mission is when I started having some some questions. Really. Uh, Yep. About the church? Well, I just, uh, about the church and about, um, you know, bearing false witness, uh, you know, I've, they were taught to, you know, give a strong testimony sure. and um, say that I know that this is true. And at, at that point, uh, you know, about a year in my mission after, you know, at that point in time I was in leadership and I was his own leader. 
um, I really struggled with um, saying something that Being I didn't truly know. That. Yeah, something that I didn't absolutely know for a fact. I, I had my, you know, and there's some doubts because there's some stuff that I was reading yeah. out there that was, you know, published by the church. And, was it? And so it was uh, difficult uh, for me, but I, I got over that. Do you feel like other missionaries go through that same doubt or mm. how do I know that I know this? Absolutely. Kind of I had uh, uh, one of my companions, uh, another zone leader, um, he was having a problem with the, the Book of Isaiah and the Book of Mormon. Uh, he didn't understand why it was uh, you know, found in the Book of Mormon, copied word for word in there. And so that was really troubling for him. You know, I was aware of that, <laughs> but boy, I just dismissed it, I guess. And mm -hmm. what I didn't know then was that that Isaiah and those other things that are copied in there have the problems and errors of the 1700 or 1800 Bible that was mm. Joseph Smith had access <laughs> yeah. to. Yep. You know, that's kind of an interesting little problem. But so you've, you stuck out the mission, I guess. And yeah, you know. I, at that point in time, I, you know, I, I got over that hurdle um, and I, I was able to get around that by not saying, you know, firmly that I know, uh, more that I kind of believed. And Did you ever share this with your mission president? I, I didn't. I was uh, I was scared. Yeah. Um, you know, you're scared of at that time yeah. of leadership a little bit. Because don't we sometimes hear that the counsel that would be given to a missionary like that or anyone in the church probably is, well, just say it anyway and eventually mm -hmm. you'll come to know that it's true or tr rely on my testimony that the church is true. Have you heard any of those uh, yeah, I've heard that. And I've, I've never wanted to be that type of a person, though. I, I wanted to be there for me and for my thoughts yeah. and beliefs. And um, Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you got home, and then what happens in so life? So that's when, um, you know, I, I really gained a passion uh, for study on my mission. So that's one blessing, I guess, that came out of that. Yeah. Um, and when I got home, I just diligently wanted to know uh, more. And I, I call it the rabbit hole because I dug deeper and deeper into the you know, the gospel of uh, the, the Mormon culture and, um, you know, reading some of the stuff that they have put out. And it, uh, the, the more I read, um, I think the more, uh, I guess, questions I had and concerns yeah. and, um, you know, especially some of the uh, stuff I, you know, I learned on the mission, you know, some of the topics that were very difficult for me. And, you know, one was uh, polygamy. So that was a, a, you know, difficult topic. And every time people would, you know, I would ask them, about that, they would always kind of shrug it off and just say, "Oh, it's because there, you know, there wasn't as many, uh, yeah, <laughs> as many men, wasn't or as something. many, yeah, uh, uh, men. Or there's too many women, and just things like that." that Were you kind of, aware at this point that Joseph Smith had been had practiced polygamy? And no, no, yeah. I just it was uh, only taught. You know, we knew that Brigham Young, Brigham yeah, Young and, and everybody that had moved out west. Yep. Yeah, and now the essays have come out. The church is admitting mm -hmm. that Joseph Smith practiced polygamy, even married mm -hmm. women that were already married. You didn't know any of that. Oh no, I, that's stuff that nobody would talk about. Yeah. That's something that you I think to... that is one of the hazards the church faces is people mm -hmm. studying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, becoming yep. aware of both the history and the doctrine and. You actually read a couple of books, too, that were kind of eye-openers for you, too. Was it during this time? Yeah, I mean, one of the, uh, you know, after the mission, um, you know, I, you're always told in the church not to read anything else but except for church books. Yeah. And so what I did is I went out there and bought church books. One of them was Rough Stone Rolling. Um, uh, I think it was Lyman Bushman. So I uh, wanted to read that, uh, and so I opened that up, and uh, the more and more I, I read, um, you know, into that book and find out the character of Joseph Smith. Yeah. Um, I just had started getting more and more questions and, you know, and people, 
they maybe in the church they call them doubts, but I mean uh, this book was I mean one of the best books I think was written. Uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. And a but, good member of the church who's writing it, exactly being honest, Ex exactly. Yeah. And so I just I continued to read that and um, you know find out his character and uh, you know some things really disturbed me uh, as Were I was reading that. Same questions that came up uh, in your, on your mission, or maybe not the same ones, but certainly some. Some questions were coming yeah, up. Yeah, right? some questions were coming up, um, you know, and I was, that, that book did, a, a, I think, a fairly good job at kind of um, explaining some of those things, and yeah. um, and it's supposed to be a source that we can trust, right? Uh, right. I mean, because it's, it's a church, uh, I guess, it's, I, I shouldn't say it's an endorsed church book, but it's a, a member of the church that wrote yeah. it, that's a, a strong member, and um, I mean, that was just one of the books, and then, uh, you know, at that point in time, um, you know, I, I started living with my dad again, and I think that uh, he... You know, he was telling me things, and that still at that point, I was still fighting. You know, I was still fighting uh, to the, defend the, Joseph Smith. The church Smith. really and, has to be true. Yeah, yeah the church and, really has to be true. And he Joseph would. Smith was and I remember one time he bluntly said that he's like Joseph Smith isn't a prophet, and I got so mad. I was just like, oh man, like because I, I felt like he was, you know, um, that I don't know. I just felt like he he was just fighting me with it. And but anyways, um, you know, so I, I defended it, uh, and eventually uh, he just said, well, just read this book and it was I think by Charles Larson um, the, oh, upon your uh, upon, upon uh, by his own hand upon the papyra but, or something yeah. like that and you know I read that one and uh, that one just became so clear to me that there's no way that the uh, I mean there's just no way I mean I could at that point I, it really became clear that uh, you know a lot of this stuff was lies um, and that he fabricated yeah. the the you know, the Pearl Great Price, the Book of Abraham. Did you even know the church had the papyrus? Uh, I did not. Um, I, you know, you heard I mean, it was some in rumors. 1967. Mm -hmm. And you'd think that if the church had been able to prove <laughs> yeah. that it was really accurate, that mm -hmm. that would have been a, a, a foundational thing for, for Joseph Smith and everything. I had never heard of it. Yeah. I didn't I, know it. I mean, I, I, one in the book, you know, he even says, "Thank God for the, you know, the Book of Abraham." And I, I also agree because for me, that was uh, really the cherry on top because it, it just, I, I couldn't deny it. I, I just, yeah. it was so plain, right smack dab in my face that, yeah. uh, you know, it's fabricated because now we have the Rosetta Stone, and you know, they're able and to the translate facsimiles. Egyptian. I mean, exactly. Joseph Smith translated mm -hmm. that, and we have the facsimiles both in the papyrus and mm -hmm. on in each Pearl of Great Price. Yep, and you know, it's uh, even on that topic. Um, you know, what I did after I read that book is, you know, like any Mormon would probably do, is he try wants to defend it, right? He wants sure. to he wants to protect what he believes in his church Absolutely. and his prophet and everything. So, I you know, I went on to I think uh, LDS.org and I was reading some of the um, you know Mormon apologists and uh, hearing what they had to say about that book, yeah. uh, or not about the book, but about the Book of Abraham and the things that I was reading was so upsetting to me because I could tell it was just blatant lies and they were trying to it's kind of a up stretching yep. that's oh, why I felt like they were trying to stretch the mm -hmm. truth and and hope you'll believe it or something exactly and that it was kind of upsetting and I and then at that point I realized um, you know what the church uh, that was a kind of a clear uh, thing yeah. for me to how the church covers things up and how they yeah. you know get uh, certain people to to try to cover things up. And that's why they don't want us looking. That's exactly. why the church leaders don't want people looking. I'm going to go really off subject a little bit here, and let me ask you, what was your relationship with Jesus at this point? So I, I've always, um, like I said, uh, 
well, I shouldn't say always, but uh, in my younger years, I, I did have a, a curiosity. I, I, I did want to know about God, yeah. um, you know, and at times I struggled uh, with my faith in God. And then about the time I graduated seminary was on my mission, I had a firm belief that God existed, yeah. uh, you know. And, and where was Jesus in this when you say God existed? Was Jesus, Jesus wasn't God for you, was he? Um, no. Yeah, Jesus, uh, he was a God. He was one of the, yeah. part of the, you know, the Trinity, not and he the was God, but not just the God. a God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and I, but I still, you know, I had a passion for um, doing what's best and for yeah. doing what I knew best for, for God. Uh, but in yeah. learning this, what I call the bad news of, of our journey, you know, <laughs> yeah. learning about the book of Abraham and polygamy and, mm -hmm. and all those issues, masonry in the temple, all those negative issues, mm -hmm. I didn't know that I was missing out on the good news. Yeah. Do you see that? Were you that way too, or did you? Absolutely. Sense, there's you? there's something that you know uh, you can't explain, but uh, and I think a lot of members right now they can't explain maybe some unhappiness or something that's uh, bound them, and I, that's the best way I can describe it. But yeah. you know, I I felt like um, you know my best was never good enough in in the church, and I just always it was just difficult uh, for me. Uh, I was trying to be a good member, but. For some reason, I just you know I felt bound, yeah. um, and so the, the 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 as soon as I you know started studying this and started you know first it was difficult because yeah. I think for everybody it's painful because you realize that you've been lied to, right. and then well, like you see the first thing is the reaction of I've yeah. got to defend this I've got to learn what yeah. I'm learning about can't be right yeah. or something's wrong here. Yep. And yeah. After that it comes you know and I, I admit that there's some anger. Like I was upset and I wanted to just charge at people and just pretty much tell them, hey, you know, just shout it off of the rooftop about the uh, the lies that I found out that has been um, been told to us our whole yeah. entire lives. And I, you know, I told a couple people and I found out that didn't work too well. They're pretty much yeah. just uh, kind of shut me up and said, no, I don't want to hear about this. Oh, well, you so, lost the spirit and the devil's got you and all kinds of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, after you get through that, uh, that anger, um, you know, and sadly, some of my friends that have found this out, you know, they've become uh, atheists and stop believing in I Christ and God. That's the worst thing. Yep. It's really one of the reasons we do the show. Yeah. Is because we want to give hope to people that, that once they find mm. out the bad news, but there is a good news and stuff that we we really are joyful about. So, <laughs> yeah. So, where did you come into that transition? Where did you come into learning about the biblical Jesus, I guess. So, so I, uh, with help of my, I mean, this is where my dad comes in, you know, he started just teaching me things and, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I still, I read the scriptures at the time. I, you know, I, I've always been passionate about studying the, yeah. the, the Old Testament, the New Testament. And, mm. um, and so just, you know, studying more about Christ and I'm still learning, you know, yeah. there's still a lot that I, I, I have to learn, but, you know, I, um, I trust in my savior and, um, you know, and I believe in him. And, uh, now I feel, it's uh, now that I understand, you know, the the gospel a lot clearer. There's a peace that comes, you know, and I shouldn't say just peace, but there's a a freeness that, um, you know, you don't have to jump through all these hoops just to have a relationship yeah. with God and 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 you know, uh, wear garments or do all these different things that are just, you know, to try to please God. Exactly. Well, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Mm -hmm. You felt that coming off. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, even yep. though you're trying to live and probably d did a good job living the gospel <laughs> yeah. and everything. It's, 
it is a freedom, isn't there? There's a burden that's off your shoulders. And is it because we just, we now as Christians turn that over to, to Jesus and what he did on the cross for us? Absolutely. I, I think that that has um, made a tremendous difference. And not only that, but I feel like, you know, that true faith, it's like once you, you know, you truly have that faith, you're going to, you're going to act and do, um, you're going to want to do that instead of, you know, uh, I guess kind of being told you got to do this, you got to do that, and it's like I, I just I felt it was just much easier to live the gospel yeah. um, after you know I found out the the truth. Yeah. So, so does the now that you read the Bible and certainly did as a missionary, but does the words do you have a different filter when you're reading? Oh, absolutely. The Bible now. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Paul says and mm -hmm. what Jesus actually said and what they didn't say. I think that was what I found interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I find it. Uh, I mean, I, I really enjoy it, uh, and uh, I'm learning a lot more. Like I, I can see, like it's fun learning, you know, the actual gospel and how it fits together. And you don't have to, um, I guess, create bridges and create these like weird, uh, I guess, uh, what do you call it, uh, man-made doctrines. Yeah. You know, you're trying to. It's it's just it all fits together, and it's now more smooth to read. Yeah. So. Well, I was so surprised in in my transition when we started learning about all the different things that Mormonism does, mm -hmm. and then realized that they're not even in the Book of Mormon, you know, the three <laughs> degrees of glory and <laughs> eternal families and all that stuff. But then I read the letter, Red Letter Bible, you know, and, and read the words of Jesus, and then started reading Paul, and it was just fascinating that... Uh, I guess you've felt the same thing or learned. <laughs> yes, and I, I and it's it's great, and I'm still learning. It's uh, yeah. it's yeah, it's great to hear the words of Christ, and just so relieving. Um, you know, grace is something that's it's real, and uh, you know, it's something that it's so hush hush in the the, the Mormon Church. It's uh, grace, and <laughs> why don't we understand that in Mormonism? Why don't Mormons understand that? Um, because then that takes away, you know, some of their control, I would say. That's my guess, is because they yeah, want maybe. You know, some of that control of, um, hey, you have to do this, you have to do that. You have and, to pay your tithing, you have to yeah. go to the temple, you have to be married for time and all eternity and all that. Mm -hmm. And we just don't understand that concept. You were just saying that, that grace is a kind of a, not a taboo subject, but not understood, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not understood in the, you know, and I, I uh, so the, the viewers know a kind of interesting thing about me, uh, my, my wife, she loves the society of church, and I think a lot of members do, they want to be, yeah. um, you know, they, they, it's hard to get out because of all their neighbors and all their friends and family, they're all LDS. And so she's still going to church? Yes. And you're going with her some, yep, from going, time to time? Yep. Or, oh. And it's, it's hard for me. I now there's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. that might be in this category, so what yeah. do you say to those? Give, give us some ideas, your thoughts at least, on making that, because we do need to show love and patience. And yeah, I mean, as far as the, the people are concerned, the Mormon people are great. I mean, we, I'm sure you can say the same thing. We love them. Yeah. Um, they're, they're our brothers and sisters. And, um, but uh, I, I would say that as far as uh, knowing um, Christ, and I, there's, I think they would say that they know Christ very well. But, uh, <laughs> I know, that's so disturbing because I thought I did too. Mm -hmm. But now as a Christian, I can honestly say I didn't know him. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any respect for him. He wasn't awesome. Yeah. He was just kind of at the end of the prayer. Exactly. You know, he's the footnote. What's the funniest thing is in the temple. It's like he's a little errand boy. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, it's just so, so shocking. Yep. Now. So anyway, go ahead. with. But, uh, you know, I'd, 
you asked me earlier maybe some advice or um, yeah. you know it's it's difficult for me because I I sit there and sometimes I'm really pained by what I hear in sacrament meeting and in testimony meetings and it just it just it really it's hard and but you know my wife this the difficult part is uh you know I'm trying to help her because she's uh, we're not on the same page where she's still learning yeah. and so is she being patient with you and you being patient with her exactly oh good and so that's you know kind of the transition that we're going through and um, you know and I'm showing I'm trying to show her you know love and patience and yeah. uh, you know going to the ward and, um, it's a uh, but it's a uh, it's tough it really is because um, it's uh, I mean even with that there's a real a, a little bit of a roller coaster of emotions because you yeah. know like I, I I know what I know yeah and yet I'm still you know uh, I'm still going and yeah. it, it's it's difficult it's <laughs> well that it, that was happening to me yeah. too when I'd listen mm -hmm. sit in fast and testimony meeting and mm -hmm. somebody says I know that kind of like we were talking about before I know the church is true I know that President mm -hmm. Monson's a prophet I know this I know that and we just don't really know yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I can almost go on the other end now um, because the big picture is clear to me, and I can say that I know that you know Joseph Smith wasn't a prophet. I, I can see like and there's so much evidence, uh, yeah. and you know that might offend some people that if they they hear this. But guess what? I mean, they gotta do their due diligence. I mean, God yeah. gave us a brain, and he he wants us. I mean, to diligently we're here on earth, and uh, he wants us to. To learn, study, and do the grow. members in your ward know where you're at? Uh, the, the new members don't. I, my last bishop, I I uh, shared with him. I shared with him. I told him, I'm like, hey, can I still come even though I don't believe in this? And uh, he was a seminary teacher, and he was really curious with me because he's like, man, this kid's different, you know. <laughs> so you know, and I just told him uh, my thoughts, and he wanted to meet with me every week because I just told him blatantly that there's no way that this could be true. And so we're meeting every week, and he's trying to say, okay, well, study this, and I would go and study it, and he'd be shocked what what I came back with, you know. He'd be like, man, well, that's kind of a little bit over my head because I mean, one time he was trying to get me to, you know, wanted me to pay my tithing, so I went back and I studied tithing in depth, and I found out, man, it's nothing what they taught it's not in, in the church. New Testament. Yeah, it's not even. It's completely different, and yeah. so um, he was he was shocked with that. But we still had a good relationship, you know, and yeah. uh, you know, and I it wasn't an argument. Maybe you planted some seeds. Yeah, possibly. So, <laughs> yeah. People, people really, it's just amazing what we don't know. Mm -hmm. That's one of the fun things I did when I came out was I went through all my missionary scriptures mm -hmm. and tried to identify how how they related really now as a Christian and a church. Have you done any of that? checking uh say that one more time Sorry. well just some of the yeah. missionary scriptures that we use so much like uh, the oh, okay. priesthood yes what the one i used all the time was jesus says to the 12 i guess i have chosen you and ordained you mm -hmm. but uh there's no melchizedek priesthood words in that in yes. that comment he, he certainly may have ordained them and chose them but there's nothing about Melchizedek priest. Anyway, just every scripture I went to that I used as a missionary was just mm -hmm. taken out of context and just plucked out. And yes, I, I found a lot of that, and yeah. um, once again, it's, it's it's kind of shocking. It's shocking what we're, you know, told to you know say and do, and um, it's just uh, it's interesting. You know, it's uh, now that I I've taken myself out and I'm, I'm becoming more open uh, yeah. with people. Uh, because it, it's hard pill for my family to swallow. My brother, you know, he's a devout LDS, he's a great guy, 
And so you ask any questions, or are you able to share at all? I'm, I'm, yeah, I, sh I, I attempted to share with him uh, a while ago, and I mean, he immediately goes. He went into defense mode, but then, uh, but you're, you're also learning in this process how to approach people because it's it's yeah. you know when you're attacking their belief system, right. it's uh, they naturally want to defend themselves. Well, and you've mm -hmm. been through it too, and I have too. Yes. The initial response <laughs> yeah. is to defend. Yes, you can't believe that you could be unaware, I guess is the way to say it, all these years. For me, it was 65 years, for heaven's sake, you know, and uh, yeah, for, you, for you, not quite as many. Yeah, thanks to, you know, thanks to my dad and God. I mean, I, I've been able to see the, you know, early on, and I'm so grateful for that. And, you know, I, I feel bad for others that are uh, kind of uh, still caught in that, and I have so many friends calling me up. I don't know why I'm the, I'm the, the friend that a lot of people like to turn to and open up their, you know, and tell yeah. me their their uh, I guess their their problems but um, I have a lot of friends right now that are are leaving but really? yet they're having a really hard time because of their family um, and they don't know what to do and they're asking me for advice and you know and uh, the one thing that you know scares me the most I just don't want them to you know just because they uh, once again most people that have the, uh, come out of this for a brief minute uh, moment there there's there's anger this yeah. that anger of being lied to and so I'm finding a lot of my friends are kind of in that situation where they don't want to be burned twice either exactly you know? and so they think that it's all lies you know and yeah. that's and that's not the case and um i think that uh you have to really go about this in a when you're coming become or opening up to people you gotta yeah. do it in the right way and maybe learn and have some patience and I ask that's, questions that's key mm -hmm. Well, you've got a great attitude. You're a new dad. Yes. Yeah. How's that working out? Oh, man, it's awesome having a, a little baby Riker. Um, <laughs> but he's, uh, he's great, uh, a lot yeah. of work. I mean, I didn't know how difficult it was going to be a, to be a dad, especially this initial period where you get no sleep. But it's, yeah. he's about two months old, and it's been wonderful. <laughs> well, I, I hope that doesn't cause problems in the future, and I hope that yeah. your wife is able to, to look at things in an honest sort of a way, maybe down the road. You've got just a minute or so. What would you say to your family, friends, and those that are watching? Um, I would just tell them to keep on, to keep on searching. Uh, to don't be afraid. To don't look. be afraid. When somebody tells you uh, not to study yourself out of the church or to don't read that because um, yeah. you know it's uh, it's not written by a Mormon. Um, you know, have more faith in God. Have more, you know, faith that uh, trust in yourself. Trust in yourself you too. Yeah. yeah, and and so I, I would say that would be my advice to to people is just go out there and you know have faith in yourself that uh, you can find yeah. your, for yourself the truth and you don't have to be told. Yeah. So I had a lady write to me and she had been in the church fifty six years and she says, well, after fifty six years, I should be able to read something. Yeah. That uh, you know. So I think she read Grant Palmer's book. Uh, insider's view of mormon origins or something mm -hmm. and all of a sudden she <laughs> learned the truth and yeah you know but that's what happens when you s just do a little study and can't be afraid of the truth yeah. i mean you really can't i mean if uh the if, the, if it is true you're going to be able there's going to be that's right evidence and stuff behind it to back it up yeah. but uh you know i like i said i through this whole process it's been um shocking to me and eye-opening but i've learned yeah. so much well, Dallin, thanks so much yeah. for coming and sharing. You've got a wonderful story, and I hope, I'm sure there's people out there that are going to be uh, uplifted by what you've said. So thank you so much. We'll see you.
This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Thank you.